You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hi, everyone. It's Amy Newmark. I'm trying to practice what I preach about work-life balance, so I'm pleased to share some of my favorite episodes with you from last summer. I'll be back in early August with new episodes. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some instant inspiration from Chicken Soup for the Soul. It's the beginning of a new week, and it's the perfect time to address whatever has been bothering you. For many of us, that's our inability to get enough sleep. Whether it's because we're too busy or because we toss and turn all night due to stress. We actually did a whole book about stress with a Harvard Medical School psychologist named Dr. Jeff Brown. It's called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Say Goodbye to Stress, and it's been the most popular of the six books that we made with Harvard Medical School doctors, because, of course, we all would like to reduce our stress levels. Now, according to Dr. Brown, some of the keys to de-stressing your lifestyle are eating the right foods, cutting back on smoking and drinking and other vices, and getting enough sleep. Do you ever wake up at three in the morning and then you start obsessing over some stupid little thing? And it's usually something that seems hugely important at three in the morning. You obsess over it for an hour and then it seems ridiculously unimportant in the light of the next day and you can't believe you were so silly. Well, when you have one of those sleepless nights, you just feel like you're in a fog the whole next day. It's awful. And Dr. Brown in the book cited a University of Pennsylvania study that found that people who slept only four and a half hours a night for a week reported feeling more stressed, angry, sad, just exhausted. And when those people resumed their normal sleep, their whole attitude improved, their moods improved. And numerous other studies reveal that persistent sleep problems hamper your ability to deal with stress as well as affecting your problem solving, your memory, and all your other cognitive functions. So experts aren't sure what the magic sleep number is for health and for stress reduction, but research indicates that it's probably somewhere between seven and nine hours of uninterrupted sleep per night. But of course, what is optimal can vary widely for each person. I have to say that getting enough sleep and making it quality sleep is probably number one on my wish list of things that I'm working on that are actually doable. And it seems to be a vicious cycle. If you're stressed, you don't get enough sleep. But if you don't get enough sleep, you get stressed. So how do you break the cycle? Well, Jeff Brown says that research shows that doing something enjoyable every day will reduce your stress level because it actually inhibits your brain's anxiety response. And for many of us, that enjoyable daily activity can be getting some kind of exercise because while you're exercising, you're also thinking things through, you're breathing deeper, and you're also feeling like you've regained control over one part of your life because you know you're doing something that's good for you. 
Dr. Brown says don't feel guilty about taking that time for yourself. He says, ditch the guilt and do it anyway. And he points to the example of Lisa McManus-Lang, whose story is coming up right after this break. The Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast continues straight ahead. Welcome back. In Chicken Soup for the Soul, Say Goodbye to Stress, Dr. Jeff Brown talks about one of our writers, Lisa McManus-Lang, and her story about how she used walking to reduce stress in her life. Lisa was going through a tough time. She and her husband and kids live on Vancouver Island, which is off the coast of British Columbia. But her husband's job required him to work across the water on the mainland in Vancouver for a year and a half. And it was a three-hour trip one way. So Lisa's husband would stay in Vancouver during the week and only come home on weekends. That threw Lisa into the world of single parenting. And she said it wreaked havoc on her stress levels and her sleep. She also had started her own full-time job just a few months before. So she was already juggling that with all her duties as a mother and the person who ran their household. So Lisa did what many of us do. The first thing that went out the window was her exercise routine. She had started walking a year before, and when she got so busy, she gave it up, and then she realized that giving up her exercise was only making things worse. So she resolved to start walking again, even though it meant getting up even earlier each morning. And it worked. She found that she was managing things much better when she had that early morning walk. But then, five months into her husband's new job situation, when Lisa thought she was getting used to the new routine, her younger son fell riding his bike, and he broke his leg in a really complicated way. It wasn't a simple break. It was one that actually required surgery and three nights in the hospital and all kinds of casts, and he came home with a cast from his groin down to his toes, which was no fun for an eight-year-old kid who was entering third grade. So Lisa was a wreck. She would crawl into bed exhausted and then lie awake with her thoughts racing. And when she would finally get to sleep, after an hour or two of worrying about everyone and everything, she would have to wake up a few hours later. So there was no exercise for her. Well, when her son was home and settled and her husband was coming home on the weekends to help, Lisa finally got back into a routine once again. And once again, she said, I'm going to do those early morning walks. And here's how she did it. When she went to bed, instead of letting her worries swirl through her mind, all those racing thoughts, she would visualize the path she would take the next morning. She would review in her head every house and landmark that she would pass. And I actually tried this last night when I went to sleep, and it worked. I thought about my walk, and I thought about the whole route that I was going to take. And then she would walk in the morning, and she did this for months. And she says, with every step, I pounded out whatever current situation was bothering me. Sometimes I had to force myself. When my bed was too comfy or I felt too tired, I forced myself to get out there and clear my head. I realized while I needed to take care of everyone else, if I was going to cope with whatever came my way, I had to take care of myself as well. She says that she realized if I could manage what I had in the previous months, I could do anything. Letting stress deprive me of sleep and interfere with my sanity only gave it power. I was stronger than that, and I got stronger with every step. So that's it. It works for me. I hope it works for you. 
whether it's walking or running or doing any other kind of exercise, you need to put yourself first and you need to sweat away the stress and get back to sleeping through the night again. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Say Goodbye to Stress, visit our website, chickensoup.com, and click on Podcasts to get more information. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Follow me on Twitter if you haven't already. My handle is at Amy Newmark. I'll post a link to the podcast every day, or you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. And come back for the next episode when I'll be sharing a couple of stories from our new book about how America is still the kind country that it's supposed to be. I think you'll find it reassuring. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.